Stephen Deb. It's um, great to be with you. It's 20 years now since uh, you moved from Bedford to London, and we want to celebrate that and give thanks for that and talk a little today about that. So uh, I thought maybe a good place to start would be just to ask you a bit about that move from moving from Bedford to London and how that all came about all those years ago. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we ever set out to come to London, did we? I mean, we no. were... Uh, I, we really both grew up in Bedford yeah. and pretty settled there, weren't we? We were. I mean, we, our families were there. We'd both become Christians at the church. We'd yeah. got married there. We'd had Ben, our first son. I was pregnant with Josh at the time. And I think we'd, we'd always known you, you had a, a call on your life to lead your own church, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, that's um, true. I think we'd thought that might be in Bedford. Yeah. So I don't think... At first, we'd envisaged moving away. Mm-hmm. I think when it became clear that we were going to move away, I remember you came back and said, I think the time has come, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to leave. And I said, that's fine, anywhere but London. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I do remember that conversation. Um, I, uh, I remember being in a meeting and thinking, oh, I'm, I'm probably going to have to leave and coming back and saying to you, I feel we're going to have to leave and you saying anywhere but London. And so we... <laughs> we um, we actually looked at a couple of other churches yeah. um, well, that were similar to uh, yeah. their kind of location anyway, was I, similar. I think for me particularly, I, I couldn't envisage bringing my family up in London, you know, and I worried about all those, those things that everyone worries about, about education, and the city was just an unknown place to me. Yeah. Um, whereas for you, you had family in London, didn't you? And um, Yeah, my so. parents had grown up in this part of London, yeah, uh, but that, that, but we began yeah. by looking at places we that did. were similar to Bedford, we did. didn't we? But just never felt right, did it? Yeah, that's right. Mm. So, what was it that particularly kind of focused you into Catford and London? What you know, what got you to that point where you thought this is the right place? Hmm. I think for me, I um, I'd kind of thought that if we were serious about taking the gospel to our nation we had to go to the major cities so I think once we'd looked at a couple of other places and they didn't feel right at all we then sat down with Dave Holden I remember him coming up to see us and actually coming to our home in in Bedford and we just talked a little bit about that and he then he suggested Catford Mm -hmm. which I don't think we even knew where Catford was Um, I didn't even know it was in South London no No. I'd felt if any, any major city I thought about Manchester and Birmingham the only major city I knew well was London and South London so um, I think I said that and he said have you thought about Catford so we said well we'll have a look at that I remember coming down Mm. to have a look a couple of weeks before we visited the team do you remember? I do, clearly I cried (laughs) driving round yeah yeah, that was that was really helpful that was an encouraging start (laughs) yeah I just thought oh okay so I I think it's just a, it was a big change for us to leave yeah. our our family, yeah. and friends. We'd lived there for a long time. And Bedford was where all your family was. Yeah. yeah, so we had a lot of family support. We had friends that we'd grown up with and started having, you know, families at the same time. Um, yeah. So there was some cost involved in moving. Yeah, I mean, and London is unique, isn't it, yeah. to anywhere else mm. in the UK, really, yeah. Yeah. and particularly to a you know, somewhere like Bedford, it's completely yeah. different. Mm. Yeah. Yes. And I, I mean, I think once we can start to uh, look at London, I, I thought both at a kind of, you know, a strategic level, here's a big capital city, let's 
literally reach it. And then also mm. God started to speak to me prophetically. So I was remember yeah. that word about um, sand, 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 pebbles, 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 pavement, pavement, pavement. And that, that was one of the words that kind of confirmed to me that we should come to an urban... Mm. Was that Mark? Like yeah, it's Mark, yeah, Mark Smith. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're praying yeah. together. So kind of prophetic and strategic, yeah. really coming together. Yeah. yeah, which is interesting, isn't it? Because I think that's at the heartbeat of a, a value, really, isn't it? You want both those things yeah. in ministry. Yeah. We see that as a value we want in the church throughout. Yes, so it's interesting that even in your call, you can see that right there at the start, yeah. coming here. Very so. much. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you know, certainly for me, I knew in my head that you know, this is what God had called us to do. I knew this was the right thing. It wasn't until we actually moved here and met the church and met the people that it became a, yeah. a heart thing. And then it, it was a real stirring of conviction that God wanted us here and he was about a, a great thing. So so after that, two weeks later, after we came down and we had a look around and thought, oh, wow, this is very different. We then met uh, some of the team. And we yeah. always remember meeting Ron and Audrey yeah. having a meal in their back garden. Yeah. Uh, and then meeting the team that was sort of, I guess, like the search committee or something. (laughs) We didn't realise how desperate they were, because when I think back, we were just young, weren't we? I was 32. We'd been married five years. We had a six-week-old baby and a lively two-year-old. Yeah, so, (laughs) wow, they took a real risk with us, didn't they? They did. They did, they did, they did. (laughs) And uh, I remember, actually, Phil, the first time I met you was at the picnic... I seem to remember. Yeah, you were quite a good football back back was, then. Yeah, not just back then, Steve. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was that. that I was don't like fun. to talk about it, but it's true. Yeah. It's true. It's true. And we, um, yeah, and then, you know, we came down as mm. well. September ninety five, nineteen ninety five, yeah. we arrived in town. So it's like almost, I think, twenty years, pretty much to the day that you arrived. Yeah, mm. and. Uh, so you brought your family down. Tell us a little bit about that first, particularly that first year or so in terms of family and in terms of ministry, and then a bit more about the next few years that came after that. Mm. Well, I think, you know, for me at that time, I was caught up with young children. I had a, yeah. a new baby. Josh was six months old and Ben was a, a lively three-year-old. I remember. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Who could forget? Um, so I think that that was some of the focus of my life and and I'd obviously come away from a lot of friends support and family support and all those networks that we had in Bedford but you know one thing I remember there there were challenges there but you know the the church was just so welcoming and so supportive I I think you know we lost count of the number of invitations Mm -hmm. out we had for meals and things people Mm -hmm. inviting us into their homes and then just some really practical support from people so you know people like Phil Hopgood's became one of our top babysitters yeah. and the boys just loved him. Ruth Misselbrook used to have Josh for me once a week in the afternoon so I could go and pray with a friend. Yeah. And um, I remember Claire Stell, before we even landed here, phoning me in Bedford just to introduce herself and tell me about all the things that were on, if you had under fives in Lewisham, just really helpful. So I do remember a great welcome from the church. How about you? Your memories? Yeah, no, I think it was. Uh, I, I, what I remember about it was it was challenging. We had young children, sleepless mm. nights. Oh yeah. A lot of our support. Josh didn't sleep. That's right. A lot of our support structure that we kind of taken yeah. for granted in Bedford wasn't there. And you don't have history with people at that point. No. Right? And so it was good for us. It pulled mm. us together because yeah, we so had to be strong together. Yeah. Because 
nearly everything was new. Yeah. That's all I remember, yeah? Yeah, I think, you know, we'd, we were relative newlyweds when we think about it. We'd only yeah. been married five years, um, and we come from a place, like, yeah. like I say, where we had lots of friends and family around, and suddenly that's taken away from you, and it just drew us together in a new way, which I think was really positive and um, very well, beneficial, wasn't it? I always think about the risk the church took, <laughs> actually, looking back with this, you know, young couple. Yeah. Um, and uh, there was just phenomenal people here, and it just became a, just a great, great yeah. fit. And I think that's the thing that I remember is just, you know, the, the, the faith of the people who were, who were there. You know, there's some really good core people. Many of them are still here now. Yeah, Many like others are serving in, in other church. places. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a really solid foundation to build on. So very exciting. I mean, you know, in that season, you, you're basically the season of life impacted what you did in the church, didn't it? Really? Yeah, it did. So, you know, I was at that stage of zero to five, so I got involved in Rainbow and ended up leading that and also being responsible for our zero to fives on Sundays um, until my boys were all at school. Um, so, you know, really enjoyed that season, very involved with things. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, for... Well, when I think about it, it was a really, it was a demanding season. She got young kids. Also, the church was it, mm. it had struggled, and those first few years. I mean, Phil, you actually came in. You came and lived with us, didn't I did. you? Yeah, for um, a year, I think. Yeah. Before Sarah and I got married. <laughs> yeah, I did FP, and then yeah. a second year. Yeah. yeah. So you, you you remember it? It was you know the building was run down, but also people yeah. were hurting from some difficult times and. Mm. And we just kind of set out and felt called and we mm. started to build. I think a real turning point was when we did open uh, what we called, uh, it was uh, King Centre 2000, the whole, mm. doing the first ever yeah. building project. That was a big moment, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, that was very exciting. Moving into that new building was, was um, a sort of highlight, probably, when we look back. I think those first few years for us as well were just, part of it was just getting used to living in London. Um, you know, finding your way around <laughs> when you don't know where anything is and, you know, finding our first home, you know, yep. finding this house here was a real answer to prayer and yet another confirmation that we were in the right place for us. And then we found a great school, primary school for our boys that they all went to where they thrived. And, you know, yet again, just another sort of yeah. sign from God, I'm with you, I'm, I'm going before you. So just... Yeah. Yeah, you'd prayed actually down this road, and you prayed. I pray for the road. You pray for three houses. Yeah, and we actually got one of. The... Yeah, I I went up the road and picked out you three. Did. I like. I mean, that's a bit scary. Yeah. I don't want you coming down my road <laughs> yeah. just picking yeah. houses. That was amazing. We got it through a private sale. Yeah, it was uh, amazing. Just so you see, kind of God. God has always. Uh, we've always sensed God has gone before us, and we've yeah. literally been in His slipstream. Whether mm. it would be we're getting the house, the move here, and what God has done in these 20 years. So I guess, yeah, the, the, the kind of, in that first decade, it was very much, that was the kind of tipping point moment when we went into sure. the building sure. and people gave, you know, sure. generously, Phil, as you will remember, just to, to mm. get us there. That was about, two, the church was about 200 people yeah. at that yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, I think it was about a two million pound yeah. building project, which is like an enormous challenge. Yeah. yeah. So just, I think, you know, I think you led people obviously really well into that, but also there were generous people Amazing. in this church. There were like big foundations in this church yeah. ready to be built on in many ways. Yeah. So that was a huge thing, wasn't it? And, mm. you know, tell us a little bit about when we came back into that building, mm -hmm. what happened in that next season? 
Well, um, I suppose we came back in. Our actual growth at that point was was steady. It wasn't mm. remarkable. And we were we just had about ten or twenty or thirty more people each year, and uh, it was great. Um, yeah, it was a remarkable. When I think back on it, it's like a thousand people giving ten million pounds. Yeah, yeah, it's just. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, with the, you know the building project we've been into in these last few years, it's around that scale. Uh, but yeah, there was something quite special at the beginning, and that was a, like a foundational moment. Mm. And so we we uh, we kept on building. Mm. Uh, I think it really the, the pace of things changed at around nine ten years in. We've been here faithfully building, and yeah. then as you remember that, that occasion when Steve Nicholson was with us, and suddenly we uh, I think we grew by two hundred people in nine months. So I think this was around two thousand five. Yep. So yep. you'd been here ten years. Let me just ask you, I guess, about that. That was like a new season, I think. We'd gone through the building project, one service, and yeah. then suddenly we were in this new world, and Steve Nixon came along and mm. helped us. Yeah. And caused us some trouble at the same moment where we shifted from one service to two, and that was a new season again, yeah. wasn't it? I yeah. guess in ministry and probably in family yeah. as well. So just tell us a little bit about, you know, that whole change. Yeah, well, I think Sunday suddenly became very different, didn't they? We were used to going along as a family to um, church and then coming home as a family from the one service and suddenly we couldn't do that. So I would go to the 9.30 with the boys and then Steve would stay on for the 11.30. So it, it's, suddenly you were, you were not doing it as a kind of family thing. It was, we're here on the mission, I'm going to release Steve so that he can be there at all the services. And um, you, there's a little sense of loss because you're not seeing some of your friends who you're, yeah, you're used to seeing every Sunday, you yeah. know. So whilst there is real excitement that you're growing, there is also yeah. a small cost there as well. Yeah, yeah. Was, I mean, I was I'm probably excited that we're reaching people for Jesus. And uh, I think we've always said, mm. you know, we want to build strong at home. I mean, our kids were hitting teen years. Yeah. Teen years, they want to hang out with their mates as much as us on a Sunday afternoon. And we kind of always caught them up in our, yeah. in our mission, whatever we're doing. Yeah, they've been very good at kind of coming along with us and catching the vision. And Yeah. Yeah, they haven't known anything other than a, a church that's on the move. Yeah. You know, that's, that's normal church life for them, yeah. which I just think is fantastic. Yeah. Constant change. Yeah. Yeah, constant yeah. change. But movement forward... Big building projects, more meetings, reaching people, people getting saved. It's just that's normal church, Dad. Mm. And uh, and there is a cost, though. And we, we had to kind of, you know, kind of have to talk those things yeah. through. But, yeah, on the whole, that's that, that's been fine. Mm. And it was really, that's when things really accelerated. So, you know, you're 10 years in, you've been kind of building faithfully. You've had some big, big steps, the building, going to two meetings. But it's then it really took off. And in a sense, this last decade yeah. has been a, a more exponential growth. Mm. Yeah. 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 So I think we <clears throat> went from one to two services, and then I think in 2008 we went to a third service, the 5.30. I remember us stretching into doing that. Yeah. yeah. And then I think it's only two years after that, two to three years after that, suddenly the phone call came about the Lee building. Yes. Mm. Which was another game-changing moment, really, wasn't it? Yeah. And, um, I still remember that day. When the phone well, call came through, yeah. through, so yeah. And so, Lee Building, obviously at the same time, uh, Down and Way Family Church yeah. came 
became part of Kings, and that was obviously huge as well. And yeah. Amazing people joining, and then obviously we planted the sites out yeah. four years ago now. Yes. And I think I saw some kind of stat where I think, you know, the biggest Sunday we had five years ago was like 1,200, 11, 1,200, and now the biggest Sunday this year was 1,700. Mm. And obviously numbers, you know, aren't everything, but they indicate something of health, don't they? That's what you're after. So that's been challenging but amazing yeah. even last mm. four years hasn't it the sites you know yeah any comment on that well i think you can uh, overestimate what you can do in a year and underestimate what you can do in five and i think once again what's happened in the five years since we've got the building in june 2010 is now we're seeing real health in fact one of the things i'm particularly excited about for is the groups the health in our groups yeah. mm. so to have the same number of people in our groups as the turn up on Sunday, over 12s. I mean, that is, that, that, that's healthy. That is family. That is discipleship. It's not just building this big crowd. And so we want both. So that's been probably an equal delight and all the progress we've seen over many years. So that, in that sense, we've, we're in a good place. Mm. As we kind of look back over 20 years, our family's in a good place. Yeah. Um, and our church family, the family that we kind of feel by God to lead is, is in, in a really healthy place. Yeah, mm. yeah I th- you know, I genuinely feel it's as good as it's ever been. So that's good. That good. Yeah? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and so, kind of bringing us right up to date, um, 20 years in, you know, what are the things you're hoping for? Uh, you think about the next few years in ministry and Personally, are there things you think, oh, this is what we're really excited about, this is what we're really looking forward to, these are some of the dreams we've got. Have you got any, any little thoughts or insights on the, on the future? I mean, we never quite know, do we? But you know, what, are the things, what are the things you're excited about? Well, I think for, for me personally, I, I draw great faith from the previous the past, 20 yeah. years. Yeah. You know, when I think back to where King's was when we first arrived and where we are now it's incredible god's done so much in us and so i I look ahead at the next 20 years and i just think you know what could god do next yeah what can we do you know Mm -hmm. um so i feel very excited and and full of faith really for the next two decades or so two decades eh? okay well (laughs) i mean i think for the next next season i i just think i think we all feel this that what's gone before is really a foundation mm. to believe God for something, you know, extraordinary to get that. I mean, I was visiting a church in Cape Town, Fields, you know, just a, a couple of months back, and it's led by a great leader, Rigby Wallace, he, and he's just in his early 60s, and they've got nine sites and some 3,000 people coming, and I, I was there and I was thinking, yeah, we could believe for that. We, mm. You know, we, we could reach that number of people for Jesus. So, I, I, I mean, I think that's, that's where we want to go locally. Mm. And I'm still living with the prophetic word that I've shared uh, on a number of occasions of the Vic Falls and the Niagara Falls. Kings is like Niagara Falls. It's a strong church, but there's a wider vision and call. I think uh, we're getting contacts overseas, which I think would be really very exciting for us as a church to take all our resources, some of the amazing people we have now, uh, and also in our movement to really believe God that we can play a part in uh, in new frontiers. Mm. So that those things are exciting. I think we're here for the long haul. Yep. Yeah. 
and uh, so we, we feel that the foundation has been laid is, is as I've said many cases we don't see anything else it's still amazing but you you, you kind of tend to think that there's more that God was, has for us yeah I mean I think you feel that as well don't you feel? yeah I do and I think there's a responsibility isn't there in a church where I mean Jesus says doesn't he freely you've received yeah and freely give there's a principle isn't there somewhere I think people a church family who have a big resource base mm. yeah. the call is more than just the locality yeah. although it is the locality isn't it and, mm. and London is an international city yeah. there aren't many quite like that in the, mm. round, in the world so yes. there's a responsibility isn't there wider yeah. um, so yeah, yeah I, think, I think people do I think it's in the prophetic roots of the church yeah. really yeah. Yeah. Um, which is why it's exciting yeah I mean I mean I think we have through the whole period from the beginning to where we are now have a deep kind of prophetic conviction that God called us here and also that there was there was a work to be done right back to the prophetic word that came from the kind of Spurgeon's history mm, yeah. you know that this church was originally planted in 1880 by our C.H. Spurgeon's ministry uh, and to our, you know, the vision we shared through the defining moments uh, uh, literature about, you know, believing to to care for for thousands of people that 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 burden, um, it gets you up in the morning. Not that I have much too much difficulty getting <laughs> up. I love I love what I do. It's a huge privilege to serve God. Yeah, and we have, you know, you know, just a wonderful group of people now that we work with. And uh, and also a church like Kings now is just huge resources, and you do feel the the responsibility to steward that well going sure. forward. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Well, excellent. I mean, it's great to just to talk about it, and to you know, I think obviously we look at what's happened, and we want to thank God for yeah. what He's done. It's a God thing, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. But I think I think we probably want to say we know God uses people and leaders, and so I think we'd want to say to you both. Thank you for, you know, being attentive to his voice and making the move. We know that's a, a big move. Being someone who's moved from somewhere else uh, to London, I know that that's sometimes, you know, quite a big thing. So thank you for doing that 20 years ago. And hmm. um, I think Deb, for like, we know this doesn't work. We know, we know who really makes this work. And, <laughs> no, but for supporting and releasing him, you know, mm. that's, I think, critical. And that doesn't work without you. So... Uh, we'd want to say thank you to you and I think Steve for the leadership gift you bring and I think the courage to make the big calls I think a church you know with all the things we, there are moments and seasons where it requires a, like a, a courageous call and I think you've done that so thank you. I think on behalf of the church we'd want to say thank you we appreciate love you guys and uh, we're looking forward to the next season yeah <laughs> well thanks Phil thanks for your partnership thank you. in it you know that I see you as very much a part of the journey so thanks for being with us through it and uh, yeah let's uh, let's give thanks to god today and let's believe for for massive things going forward yeah great Brilliant.